The Legend of St. Regimund by Alfred Kastner King Read for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson Sir Regimund, ere he became a saint, was much imbued with vulgar earthly taint. Ere he renounced the honors of a knight, and doffed his coat of mail and helmet bright, for sober cassock and monastic hood, leaving the castle for the cloister rude, and changed the banquet sumptuous repast for frugal crusts and the ascetic fast, forsook his charger and equipments for the crucifix and sacerdotal war. While well, yet with valiant sword and emblazoned shield, he braved the dangers of the martial field, or sought the antlered trophies of the chase in force and sequestered hunting place, or, tiring of the hunt's exciting sport, enjoyed the idle pleasures of the court, whiling away the time with games of chance, with music and the more voluptuous dance. The hollow paths of vanity pursued, laughed, jested, swore, drank danced and even wooed no tongue more prone to questionable wit nor chaste when time and place demanded it his basso voice both voluble and strong excelled in wassail mirth and ribald song he swore with oaths most impious and unblessed ate much drank more on these lines did his best caroused by day caroused by candlelight in fact behaved like any other knight this medieval knight the grand legend saith for months would scarcely draw a sober breath but as his appetite grew more and more drank each day worse than on the day before was drunk all night all day continued so indulged in every vice he chanced to know but long debauch and riotous excess reduced their strongest votaries to distress when nature can the strain no longer stand she chastens with a sure and irate hand so when the day of reckoning had come she smote with fever and delirium this valiant knight whom we have tried to paint a very slim foundation for a saint the crisis reached his fever-stricken brain surrendered reason to excessive pain nor moments respite comatose and kind relieved the raging furnace of his mind and gruesome spectres awful and unreal through his discorded vagaries would steal when last his scorching temples sought repose in hasty nap or intermittent doze his eyes beheld though starting from his head a grisly figure leaning o'er his bed with aspect foul beyond descriptive word as one for months in sepulchre interred restored again to animated breath a weird composite type of life and death with countenance most hideous and vile leering with ghastly and unearthly smile pointing at shrivelled finger as in scorn of mockery and accusation born as he beheld in terror and surprise this gruesome shape which mocked before his eyes he could distinguish in its haughty mien a bearing something as his own had been nor had its withered visage quite the look of vampire ghoul or evanescent spook and as the apparition o'er him bent he saw that every seam or lineament contour feature prominence of bone bore all a striking semblance to his own the horror-stricken knight essayed to speak but words responded tremulous and weak and mustering his dissipated strength a sitting posture he assumed at length whate'er thou art thou harbinger of gloom thou fiend or ghoul fresh from the new-made tomb 
thou vampire diabolical and fell thou stygian shade or denizen of hell i charge thee thing of evil do confess why thou hast thus disturbed my sore distress why hast thou burst my chamber's bolted door where guest unbidden never trod before break this suspense so horrible and still declare thy tidings be they good or ill be thou from heaven or from the realms below i charge thee speak be thou a friend or foe break thou thy silence ominous and deep oh hence pursue thy way and let me sleep the grisly spectre still more ghastly grown surveyed with visage obdurate as stone then smiled with grimace of derisive craft and in a most repugnant manner laughed but all the night discerned with eye and ear was his own maudlin laugh and drunken leer breathe thou thy message shrieked the frantic knight discharge thy purpose though it blast and blight i charge thee speak by all that is most fair by all most foul i charge thee to declare by my bright armor and my trusty sword i charge thee speak by holy rood and word he sank exhausted in such pallid fright the snowy sheets looked dark beside such white the spectre paused in silence for a while then broke into a most repulsive smile and answered in a weird and hollow tone enough to freeze the marrow in the bone i am thy blasted spirit's counterpart a body fit for thy most evil heart i am thy life its psychic image sent to bear thee company till thou repent tis said for forty days the spectre stayed for forty days the knight incessant prayed with scourge with vigil and ascetic rite with fast with groan remorseful and contrite he cleansed his blackened spirit by degrees and purified it from its vanities and as he prayed the spectre's gruesome scowl grew day by day less hideous and foul as he waxed holy it became more bright and after forty days arrayed in white it spread its spotless arms devoid of taint above this erstwhile night and henceforth saint in benediction as he knelt in prayer then vanished instantly to empty air such is the tale embellished by the muse tis true or false believe it as you choose some folks accept the story out and out while some prefer to entertain a doubt but if it be fictitious and unreal tis but subscribed and sworn and bears no seal it points a moral as the legend old if it conveys it twas not vainly told for should i such an apparition see i think twould almost make a monk of me end of poem this recording is in the public domain